Hello beautiful beings and welcome to another episode of the Plant Lady Podcast. Wow, it feels crazy to say that this is my 12th episode. I am so honored to welcome on today's guest, Madison Albury. Not only is she an astrologist, but an entrepreneur and an artist of many, many kinds. Madison is also known as Butterfly Medicine on Instagram, where her and I's connection blossomed like many other connections on this platform. I am so grateful for the social media portal for connecting me to like-minded sisters like Madison. I am really, really excited and confident that there is multiple golden little nuggets throughout this episode, and I hope you all enjoy. I am so good. How are you? Very good. Feeling very good. And I would love to just start with you introducing yourself to our listeners. Yeah, of course. Wonderful. So my name is Madison Aubrey. I'm an astrologer. Um, I own Butterfly Medicine. It's a it's my business where I share my intuitive gifts to help other people step into their purpose and their power and to help empower them through their spiritual journey, um, specifically by doing astrology readings and looking at each individual person's natal chart, um, which is essentially a snapshot of the sky at your birth. So it shows who you are, who you're becoming, who you came here to be, your purpose. We can dive into so much and I just intuitively go in and, and feel into what needs to come up and come through for that person um at, at this given time so yes um i'm an astrologer i'm an artist i am also like a, i'm i'm many things of course as we all are these multi-faceted beings um but i'm also a musician and a writer and a poetry something i'm very passionate about um but yeah multiple different facets of me um come together in that space and i just share my tools that i've gathered my spiritual tools, my emotional tools to help other people on their journey. Um, because I think that's some, that's something I'm extremely passionate about is like recognizing what tools we've been passed on emotionally, right? Those like tools that our teachers like chiseled out for themselves and then recognizing the tools that we chisel out for ourselves and being able to pass those on to our, my clients and be able to help them at where they are at this given point in time, whether it's just like a sentence that they need to remind themselves of or a practice that they need to remind themselves of. So we really dive deep in the astrology readings. The natal chart is essentially just a guide for us to see the soul's evolution. And then we just intuitively go from there. Um, so yeah, that is, that's what I do. And like I said, I'm an artist. So I have my Instagram page where I share lots of beautiful graphics on like really understanding astrology and a lot of people use the word that I like ground down the information really well. Um, and which makes sense because my son is in Taurus, um, which is a, is a, yeah, is an earth sign. So yeah, I'm able to really ground down the information and make it tangible for people at all levels because astrology in itself is such a language and a lot of astrologers aren't able to really or they, or they don't, I guess, like bring the information down here. They're like still up here, right? Translating, which I think is so beautiful. And everybody's here to translate it in their own voice. But it's really wonderful for me to be able to ground it down and tell people that 
don't even know, right, that they have more than just their sun sign, that they have a moon sign and be able to like break it down for them, like explaining it to a child, right, that, that doesn't know the language. Um, so yeah, um, that is who I am. <laughs> That's Absolutely. what I'm passionate about. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you yeah, for having me, by the way, too. I'm so okay. grateful to be here as well. Of course, I'm honored to to have you here. And I think that I absolutely love the way that you break it down. And I almost think that it's it's in a way that's more digestible for viewers and like followers and maybe people who are new to astrology to kind of get that first initial just steps into it. You know, it's very digestible and it breaks it down in a way that is easy to understand. Even if you do know astrology, sometimes it's just nice to see it broken down in that way. And I love that you illustrate it in those ways. And that's so incredible. I love that you interweave your gifts so much and we're going to get into that today. But (laughs) I just love that you are able to, because I think it's so important that we allow ourselves to explore and express all different you know, personality and expressions and, you know, and, and for you to be able to find, um, you know, that path and be able to kind of interweave a few things that you love so much is so beautiful. And I would love to got you inspired with astrology. Did you always know that like you kind of were into the stars and that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff, or was it just something that kind of spark and you just like woke up and were like, it's it, this is it. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like it's kind of a combination of both. Like my parents always, or my mom more specifically would always say like, Maddie has a sixth sense. Because when I was a kid, of course, like being a young intuitive was able to like see things and danced with mother nature, right? Like these energetics of life, the subtle energy of life that no one really talks about whenever you grow up and you become that conditional mind, that conditioned mind of being an adult. I I was dancing with these realms at a young age. um, And then in college and I've always been an artist since I was a kid and was always like very connected spiritually. I was raised like very Christian. So it was like a completely different like transformation, not saying that you can't combine both of those because that's so beautiful. And I think there's a lot of beauty in all these different religions. Right. But of course, recognizing like it's, it was definitely an awakening of like, Oh my gosh, there's so much more than what I was conditioned with from this like one idea of how spirituality looks Mm -hmm. right and then being able to grow up and go to I was I went to an art school and they like it was just like a bunch of mystics essentially and a bunch of like LGBTQ members like all these like misfits going to this one school right all these like little angels right because like art is such a beautiful way for us to transmute what's in here to out outside right so all these people that had that as a tool already and gathered in that space and then I started to meet other people that kind of like introduced me into crystals and what really was that that switch over was when I um, me and my love fell in love um, and sh- her family is like vegan, gluten-free, like very, they're already on this journey for like six years when I met them. So yeah, I like went to their house and I like picked up this book, like the first day this is when we were just friends and picked up this book and it's like your like birthday, like astrology book. Right. And I like picked it up and I was just like, this is so interesting. Like I could feel the depth behind it. I could feel that it was not just the words on the paper, that it was so much more and so much bigger, like this vastness that I could feel out here and in here. Right. So recognizing that. And then 
I went to college and was studying art. And then in between classes, I was had my my two books of astrology out on the tables on the lunch tables and was writing down everything <laughs> that I was learning, right? And I like started with the planets, then dove into the signs and dove into the houses. And so it was just like eating up this information and people would ask me about it. And I would just like, just be able to share it immediately. Like it was like innate within me, essentially. It was just like this wisdom that I found out here and I awakened it in here. And once I awakened it, it was like immediately activated. This wisdom was ready to be shared. It was like, share me, share me, share me. I had this urge to right, share this information. So that's what I did. And then I started, um, after a year of studying astrology, I started teaching astrology. Um, so that was three years ago. Um, 2018, I believe, um, or 2017. I'm really not good with time. Like I said, it's mm -hmm. not what comes naturally to me. I understand this. And then coming down here is like, I'm still getting my footing on in Earth school. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then um, after I started teaching, it was like all my students had questions for me. And then that led me down new avenues of study and being able to share with them. And then um, about a year ago, um, October 2019 is when I started actually like doing readings professionally because it takes a while to integrate all the information like it took me three years right to be teaching it or like actively using the information and sharing the information for me to be fully like feeling ready and prepared to be like this is your purpose this is who you are right this is what your soul came here to do so yeah yeah which we're definitely diving into today because that is such a potent conversation because that stepping over those like roadblocks or those moments mm. I have mm. a lot in my own business so we're gonna dive into that today yes. but yes. thank you so much for sharing <laughs> and where I would love to start is um, if you could just dive into or explain to just newbies to astrology mm. what our sun moon and rising is because a lot of people come to me and they're like wait what like what what does this mean you know like what exactly does this so of course we most of us know our sun signs right so like i said yeah. i'm a taurus and what's your sun sign i don't i'm a that. capricorn oh my gosh i love that i Earth love my signs capricorn. unite <laughs> yeah, David, i saw your face light up when i said i was a taurus <laughs> There's something there. Yeah, my partner's a Taurus. So. My partner's a Capricorn. Oh my goodness, look at that. I love it. I love it already. Such a good balance of that earth, like inner earth and the outer earth, being able to like move that energy within each other. Like it's such a magical experience that that connection is beyond, but 100%. But back to the question, um, like a, a breakdown of the sun, moon and rising. So the sun, of course, is what so many of us know. And of course, this is because the sun transits through a whole sign in a month's time. So the sun, and there's 12 signs, right? So every month, the sun thing with our earth time, right? What we know in this dimension, right? January, February, March, April to December. So a lot of us know our sun sign, but we also have our moon sign, like you said, right? All of the planets are in transition through the signs. But this moon sign is so potent and beautiful because it's that inner world. It's the feminine, whereas the sun is the masculine. The moon is the feminine. So it's all that is within. This moon sign is all that's within. This is your emotional process, which is huge to know, right? This is how I break things down emotionally right to be able to use the symbolism of 
can be the sign that your moon is in to be able to recognize, oh, this is how I emotionally break things down. This is how I can transmute that. This is how I can work through that. This is why this bothers me, right? And being able to recognize like, this is what I need emotionally is such a big thing. Um, so this moon sign is such a pivotal moment for people usually of just like being like, oh my gosh, because this is a tool you can use for the rest of your life. Like the, your moon sign, your sun, nothing in your natal chart will ever change, right? So these are tools that you can use for the rest of your life for self-understanding, self-discovery, self-evolution, self-transformation. So of course that moon sign is such a beautiful point in the chart because it's the inner feminine, it's the divine feminine of who you are and what you need emotionally to feel like you're able to safely come out and share your wisdom and, and share all that is in here and transmute what is in here out here right and of course the fem female energy is the link between the, the seen and the unseen i mean even in the physical form right we're able to create life like how powerful is that right so <laughs> literally mind blown <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like we are so powerful so it's like that inner power of like what am i here to birth what am i here to transmute what am i here to bring from here to the outer world and the sun of course is the outer world it's that sunshine energy right the sun is illuminated on all sides whereas the moon always has that part that's hidden away right that dark side right so that's a good little bit of uh, symbolism there but the sun of course is that masculine so going to work where do you shine your light what what energies do you attract in your outer world how do you step into your light in the outer world how quick moving are you in the outer world right so these are all things that your sun sign tells about you so yeah and then um and then the rising sign this is such a beautiful placement within the chart because this is the sign that people first meet when they meet you so i think about this sign as the sign that's kind of residing in your aura so it's like what's already what's outside of your body it's not like super who you are unless you have like something within the natal chart really magnifying that that um that rising sign but that rising sign is who people will see you as before they get to actually meet you um so if you go and meet somebody and, and you say guess my sign they might guess your rising sign because it's that first sign people meet when they meet you so that rising sign is just how you're seen in the world how you are received in the world um, how you naturally respond to the world energetically before you even like respond and hear in your mind right um so yeah there's so many layers of course because we have all the planets that represent an aspect of who you are but the basic breakdown of the sun moon rising is the sun is that masculine of the i am right and everything is rotating around the sun so it's a hugely powerful portal and vortex of who you are within the natal chart um, but it's that basic i am and it's of course that masculine energy and then the moon of course is that feminine that divine feminine of this is who i what is what i feel right this is what i what i know to be true and my inner knowing my innate knowing yes and then of course the rising sign is the energy that's in your aura right who who you present yourself as so yeah Thanks so much for sharing. <laughs> yeah, of course. You can find this, um, if you're new to astrology, you can find this information through your birth time and the date and the location you were born, or just exactly. going to someone like you and having an astrologist do it for you and pull your birth chart. That's what I always recommend because it is a lot to process, I think, when you first 
open your eyes to it because it's like someone there to intuitively interpret it, I think is very crucial to it. But yeah. discovering this about it's almost like having someone tell you about yourself. It's so <laughs> that's exactly and that's what I do <laughs> essentially. Yeah, it's so interesting too because when I was able to find out, you know, I always knew that I was a Capricorn, I was this Earth sign, but I think when I was um, introduced to my moon and rising, it really kind of gave me that click, like the aha moment of okay, that's that kind of makes sense because my moon is in. Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. So I I react and I'm very, I'm learning now to dance around the fire lovingly rather than kind of burning myself and others through that emotional process. Right. You said that that's what came up for me because that's how, that is how I kind of, I'm very fiery when it comes to (laughs) my emotions and my walls and my barriers. Obviously through time, I'm learning to healthily, you know, transmute those emotions and shift them into a different way. Right. Yeah. Lovingly. But but it's so interesting seeing everybody's signs, like getting to know someone and then being like, oh, you're a a Leo or oh, like you're an Aries or a Taurus. Like that totally makes sense. You're such a Taurus. (laughs) Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. And those air signs are like more in the mind than they are in the physical realm because air is like the mind so of course it's like capricorn is like oh my gosh come down to earth with me (laughs) yeah and they're great for ideas like i'll go for them for advice or like they'll they'll come up with this beautiful idea and then they'll come to me to like make it happen because they know that i like god i can make it happen and like ground it down and bring it out so they'll come to me with the ideas and we can kind of flow in that way and make it work yeah Um, and that's that's such a gift yeah to bring your gifts and start to honor that you know you may be better at something in some areas and we can all kind of interweave our gifts in that way and really support each other yeah the community is vital i mean we wouldn't be able to be alive without community we wouldn't have a grocery store we wouldn't have like all these necessities in this point in time in our society right so like community is vital a hundred percent and and being able to combine your gifts and of course first recognize like these are my gifts and that is such a beautiful thing with the natal chart and and like you said like going to an astrologer rather than reading about it like you're going to be able to ask an astrologer questions during the reading right and be like wait what does that mean oh wait what does that mean or oh let's go dive deeper into that right that yeah it, it really helps you validate who you are at your core and be able to get to know yourself and know your gifts and know how you can share those and also who to go for what energy to go to right when you're looking for that that balance and even if it's in here like knowing oh i don't have anything in libra in my chart but I can dive into that and and embody that intuitively just because it's a celestial body in the sky, right? It is that huge energy that's always there and we can activate any point in time. And then having these beautiful beings that have the sun in Libra to be able to fully see that in physical form and be able to get to learn and know even more about that Libra energy, right? From them and knowing, right, that they're really good for ideas, but they're not good at scheduling things, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Like knowing that we all have 
these gifts and we all have that side of ourselves that we can of course evolve over time but of course like I, I always tell my my clients when they're like oh tell me something bad or like tell me what to look for and I'm like well if we're looking for the bad we're going to find the bad but if we're looking for the good we're going to find the good right so and all things that could be perceived as bad can of course be evolved, right? These might be your self-limiting beliefs. These might be where you have a hard time creating boundaries. These might be, right, all these unevolved version of yourself, of who you came into this life as, but we can evolve all those things. And that's the best part about the natal chart is being able to be like, these are my self-limiting beliefs, this is where I hold myself back and try to keep myself safe and small, but this is where I'm meant to shine my light and step into my power and I'm going to do it. I'm going to just go for it. Right. Yes. And being able to step into that and embody that and yeah, be able to see our gifts and share them. I love that so, so much. I love that you mentioned that because I feel it's so important to note that each sign, like there is these in everything, there is the balance and there is the shadow and the light aspect. And I think mm -hmm. that um, seeing the both of them, and like you said, being able to evolve and kind of dance between the two of the, like, just for example, you know, this most previous new moon in Aries, that was so interesting. You know, the Aries. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The creative side to me and I was creative and I was um, motivated to, you know, post and do my business and do all these things. But there was also the shadow. So a part of that where I was very kind of spit fiery and um, just kind of going through some waves of emotions and maybe not uh, processing them with as much um, groundedness, maybe just yeah. <laughs> from a place of just kind of spitfire energy, hot, fiery, like that yeah, kind of spitfire. So to honor the both of them and know that we can kind of evolve from the one and learn from that and be like okay this is how I can learn like I said before to kind of dance around the fire rather than dancing in it and through it mm -hmm. and hurting, hurting myself and others in the process. Yeah. Exactly. And knowing that it's okay to dance in the fire, but it's also okay to like, just feel the warmth of the fire and like whatever you intuitively feel you need, right? Because it's like that especially like the Sagittarius energy, like there's like, of course, the three fire signs, Sag, Leo and Aries, mm -hmm. right? So with you having that Sag moon already, and then the moon being in Aries, there's like that activation of fire within you, right? So it's that alignment of fire, which is, of course, a beautiful portal for you to create, like you said, and just like step into your creativity and feel passionate and inspired. But it also sparks that reactivity because it's like, right, because that inner world is active. Yep. It's more active than usual. So of course you're going to feel emotionally reactive because like that is where the emotions reside. So it, yeah, it makes so much sense and being able to like tie it together of what's going on up here in the, in the transiting chart, the ever moving chart, right. With the moon being in Aries this month, the new moon, and then the next new moon being in Taurus, right. And being able to see, Oh, this is how that is going to affect me energetically by looking at your own natal chart. There's like so many facets of astrology and so oh many gifts from it. Like, yeah. And it's always changing and shifting and it affects everybody so differently because none of us are the same and all of our planets are different. So it really exactly. does affect everyone so different. And I think that's the beauty of it is that no, we're all so incredibly unique. Yes. And I would love to know how you, so you know, you were introduced to this astrology world and you started to integrate these practices into your own life, but how was it creating a business through, you know, like, you know, that this is your dharma, like this is your truth. And so yeah. now, 
kind Mm -hmm. of interweaving that into a business. I know for me in my journey, it was a little bit interesting navigating that for you to share how that shift was for you. Yes. Big time for sure. So for me, I was in the keys and me and my partner were on this magical vacation. Like we were canoeing at night and there was bioluminescent plankton in the water and like we were on the darkest key in the keys so we were able to see like the milky way glistening off the water like the still water at night and we saw like a stingray go under our canoe and it looked like this huge like yes and it was magical because the bioluminescence like just made it look like this giant shooting star underneath us so the trip was magical it was like this huge portal I mean we were even on the darkest key so we were able to see constellations we've never seen before so that in itself there was just like such a cosmic alignment with this trip itself and so we went to um, this metaphysical shop and I met a good friend named Charlie and she was an astrologer as well. And of course we immediately connected because she's like, oh, what's your Jupiter in? What's your Saturn in? <laughs> Just like digesting each other's charts and like getting to know each other like at the speed of light because that's what astrology does for us. And she also did human design as well. She, she combines the two magics. Human design is its own um, entity, uh, its own tool I guess you could say for understanding the self and it bases itself off of astrology I Ching and the chakra system but yeah she combines these two um, cosmic medicines essentially and we went back to her we went to a sound bowl healing and me and my partner and then we went to this beautiful reading with her and it was an hour long and we like we were gonna do 30 minutes and then we were like we've got to do an hour this is just so much juicy information (laughs) so we did an hour and she was just like she just like looked at me and she was like you're meant to do what I'm doing like like go start your business like and she was like have you ever thought of doing like YouTube and like just like, and that, that during that time I got like, you're meant to make videos, you're meant meant to create content, you're meant to like step into this, like, and embody it now, right? Because of course, when we first start and we first step into our dharma, there is those self-learning beliefs that come up. So it was just like having someone be like, you are meant to do this. Like you were literally made for this. Someone that spoke my language and was just like, literally just jump. Like you are on the edge looking at the water. Like you got to just jump and spread your wings and like, just go for it. Right. So I went home and I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> like I had kind of like started a business with someone and it didn't end up working out. And like I had, you know, just danced with the idea of it for a really long time. And I knew it was something I was going to do, but I didn't recognize like, this is something I'm meant to do right now at this like moment in time um so I went home and we I like was really just digesting like this is something I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life so right now I'm just going to be like sitting with this and I have to really create the foundation so I have something strong to build off of so I of course was like first I've got to find a name and so butterfly medicine is something that I was searching for for so long um and I was at a coffee shop one day and I just realized like I had this voice um of course that voice that we all have and I was really listening to it at that time and was like this voice was like go to the bookstore down the street so I like got up I like told my partner I'm like I'm going to the bookstore she's like okay and like go for it honey and I just start like marching down the street go to this bookstore go to the like new age metaphysical section and open this book and it's the butterfly maiden 
And I was just like, and I read about her and I was just like, whoa, like I had never even heard about this. And I knew it was something that I knew my business was going to be grounded in transformation because I knew that that's what I'm here to do based off of placements in my natal chart is to create strong, yes, transformation for people to recognize who they're meant to become um, and be and step into their purpose and their dharma and find their dharma, right? So I found this book, said Butterfly Maiden. I was like, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Walked back to the coffee shop, went home that night and did a card reading with my goddess deck, um, Drain Virtue goddess deck. And I pulled a card and it was Butterfly Maiden. And I, w- I didn't even know that was a card in the deck. Like I had never seen this card before. Oh and, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay, like I hear you loud and clear guys. Like, thank you. I, I wanted to honor that that was her name, right? Like I didn't want to use Butterfly Maiden because I was just like, that's not my name. That's her name. But I want to use the medicine of this woman and this goddess archetype, right? Of this like transformation, the medicine of transformation, essentially of the soul. Um, so I was like, then it just came to me like butterfly medicine. And I just wrote it down and I created my Facebook and my Instagram and just like started posting and wow. just went into it. And I started with, right. Those free platforms that are such a gift when you're first starting a business so that you can, just start sharing your wisdom, just start sharing what value you have. And the more that you share the value you have, the more people are going to be like, oh my gosh, this person has value. I can go to them for X, Y, and Z, or when I need this, or when I write, like, as long as we are sharing our value, that in itself does wonders for us and for our dharma and for our purpose. So that is where I just, just like, I just got to start sharing this. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know (laughs) what it's going to turn into. And of course I had, had like some good friends that I was in contact with that are also like intuitives and mystics. And they were just like, Whoa, you're like building an empire. Like, (laughs) and I was just like, okay, okay. Like we're doing this. And so it felt really big and I knew it was going to be really big when I started it. Um, and it's just been a, a journey of stepping into it and accepting how it's meant to evolve and grow and knowing like what I'm doing today might look completely different tomorrow or a month or a, definitely a year from now. Right. Because I myself am a growing and evolving being. Mm-hmm. Um, so honoring that and also honoring that when I give to my business, I also give to myself because that that's something I really like sunk into and leaned into because if I'm not working on my business, I'm like, I need to be working on my business. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like guilty for not working on my business. And then I'm like, Hey, 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 like, this is what is going to feed me. This is what like literally feeds me. And so like I feed my business, it feeds me like it's such a beautiful. And as long as it's soul fulfilled and it's completely authentic, it's going to feel good. So yeah. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. What a beautiful story about how that all unfolded. Was there any like self-limiting beliefs that were super prominent for you in the beginning of your journey? Because for me, that was a big step as well. Just what, how do I value myself when you're first starting out? You know, like, am I even worth being paid to do what I'm doing? Totally. What was your experience? Well, I would say to that question, am I even worth the, like, like, yes, every time. Yes. Like 
the biggest thing for me is like standing in my power and not only my business, but in every situation everywhere and setting clear boundaries and having clear communication, not just with my clients and my business and, but also like my partner and my family, family of origin, right. Or my friends, like my sisters, right. So recognizing like, it's got to start here first. You've got to make the change here and like grounding into like, I am powerful. And something that really stuck with me in the beginning was this mantra of, I have wisdom that somebody else is looking for. I have, right? Like people are literally looking for me right now. People are looking for you right now. People are looking to the listener right now, whoever you are, right? So people are looking for you right now and just acknowledging like how valuable you are and knowing that you came here for a reason, right? And that's, these are all things I told myself in the beginning was like, I'm, it's not just by chance that I'm here. Like, and it's not just by chance that I've been an artist my whole life and that I am completely connected to this cosmic energy and able to translate it. Like, this is not coincidence. This is very divinely planned. And I am here to acknowledge, right, this common thread of these synchronicities and how I can weave my gifts together to create something that's going to benefit and help other people within the collective consciousness essentially right because when we change here we open space for everybody to change and when we're authentic here we create space for everybody to be authentic and celebrate diversity and knowing that the only thing that unifies us is diversity right so that is um what really helped me was like i am here to do this just giving me the external validation that i was able to do this. And, you know, I had that, I have that within me to give my, to affirm that I can't do this. And I did have those powers before I even had that. Amen. Yeah. But I, that was super potent. I love, I loved that you brought that up. Yeah. And it's such a powerful thing. Cause like our society loves labels. They love labels. They want you to have PhD next to your name. And like those letters, right. Of course they have meaning behind them, but like, you can learn it from in here. You can learn it from so many other places. You don't like, what does certification even mean? It just means that you know a lot about one thing. I mean, what does it even mean to be quote unquote certified, right? Like you can be certified because you've been studying it for five years and you're passionate about it. And you're like, I'm certifying myself. Mm -hmm. I am an astrologer and I didn't do any, any certifications. And of course at first I was like, oh, I need a certification. I need to feel like, and I was like, do I really need that to feel valid? Do I really need that? And, and, and if, if my clients don't see my wisdom as valuable because I don't have a certification, then they're not my clients, mm-hmm. right? So recognizing like if people don't see me for who I am rather than just this like one word label or certification X, Y, and Z, right? Then they're not my clients. Like people are going to find me because they resonate with me. People are going to find me because they resonate with the wisdom I have to offer them. Right. And just knowing that not everybody is your client and especially people that aren't willing to pay your price. Right. So (laughs) yes. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And that flows so perfectly into the next question of how can we let go of others junk or baggage to maintain our spiritual hygiene? And when you said that, I was like, what a beautiful setup for the next question, because not everybody is always 
going to resonate and you're going to you just have to understand that you're going to face those people and you're going to cross paths with those people who are here to help you evolve and are here to give you those experiences so that way you know how to navigate them you know and i'm sure that you can resonate with that but i've gone through so many different ebbs and flows and so many experiences and triggers and projections and people oh, yeah come to my class and absolutely love it and will preach for me to this day. And people have come to my class and absolutely hate it and had the complete opposite experience as the same person who loved it, you know, right. so it's always understanding the stay in your path, even though maybe not everybody absolutely loves like kind of stepping out of that people pleasing mindset. I think so important, so important, such a valid point. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like you said before, like, oh, what was it? You said something resonated really deeply when you um talking about that. It'll come back if it's meant to, but yes, this like knowing that, yeah, like your people are going to find you and like not everybody's going to agree with what you have to say. And sometimes when you talk, it's going to make people mad and you don't know why. And it can be something that's triggering them and it's not your fault. And if they want to come talk to you about it, you can work it out and work through it and maybe evolve that relationship but knowing like you can only share your truth that's all that we have is to the capability of being able to be authentically ourselves and sharing our truth on every situation right so as long as you're you are showing up to these classes as the teacher and you're gonna make a change and even if it's just one person that comes to that class and that that person is going to be able to apply these tools and use these tools and then possibly share that those tools with other people and then it shows like it's this lineage of tools passed from you to the student to student to teacher, right? So essentially what I'm saying is like staying in your truth, hundred percent, staying in your power, hundred percent when it comes to, you know, those people that you meet that are not going to agree with what you have to say, or people that are going to give you a weird face because you say you're an astrologer and they're like, what? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I get it hundred percent. And like, thankfully it doesn't happen a lot. And because I feel like you know, I like, it's my truth that I present it as if like, this is truth to me. I mean, it doesn't have to be your truth that your mercury shows this about you and that your purpose is this, right? But that feels good to me. And that is aligned for me. And so I'm going to stay in that and keep that right, that arrow pointed at what I know is true, not let people sway me to think that it's not true or try and break my arrow. It's like, no, I'm strong in where I'm going. I'm strong in what I'm doing. And this is my purpose, right? So yes, that good energetic hygiene piece that you're talking about. And I love the wording of that. I think that's such a beautiful, I learned that, that phrasing in my Reiki training of that, like energetic hygiene that's so powerful. Like just the, that wording can help so many people, you know, like <laughs> I hadn't thought about it like that until then, but I specifically, um, like every morning I do a Reiki treatment on myself. Um, and I start at the basics of chakra and go all the way to the crown and just like align my chakras, call in my guides, angels, and higher self, connect down to mother earth. And I'm just very conscious of energetics. Um, so if there's like a situation that doesn't feel good, I'm just like, I know I either need to work something out there or immediately remove myself. Um, and if I do feel unsafe, also putting up like the 
this egg of white light around my whole body from the top of my head, yes, down to the bottom of my feet and saying to myself um, and setting boundaries with that white light, right? Like anything that comes through this white light is for my greatest and highest good that I need to receive, right? So, or may my guides, angels and higher self like protect this light, right? So using whatever phrase feels good for me. And then if I feel like I picked something up, like selenite, I swear, it's like, my favorite P crystal to work with. Like I have a huge one right behind my, <laughs> my laptop here and that in itself, it helps me with energetic hygiene because like this crystal specifically doesn't absorb any energy. It's just like constantly cleansing the energy around it. So you're able to cleanse like anything with it. Mm -hmm. So it's just like this magical piece to keep with you. And if you did carry, picks up something and then you're carrying something that's not yours, it's able to just like, like, just transmute that or send it back to the, it's working some magic that I, my human mind doesn't fully, right? <laughs> grasp, but but uh, yeah. And then if I feel so, this is something really powerful as well as um, sending the energy, whatever it is, like the funky or the stuckness or somebody else's heaviness back to the universe to be recycled into new energy. Um, that's really helped me a lot. So I guess like it's more of a subconscious process, which is like, I'm like, trying to like remember all these pieces, but it's just kind of like my default at this point of just like listening to energetics. And I have a lot in Pisces in my chart. So this like, yeah, this like huge portal of energy is like constantly able to enter my being um, because Pisces is so intuitive. So all of that Pisces in my chart, I'm just like completely open most of the time. Um, but Reiki has helped me a lot of just, if there is some weirdness, just like, like send in some Reiki there, send in some Reiki there, like wherever it needs to go. If I walk into a room and something feels weird, I'm just like, like constantly just like Reiki, 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 Reiki. Cause it's not like my energy, it's source energy. Right. So it's just like able to be activated and shared without exhausting me. And my mind. So it's just like a really simple way to deal with the energetics of life is just by sending <laughs> Reiki wherever it needs to go. Yeah. I love, love, love that because a quote that I recently read was never take anything personally. And I love that because everybody is viewing the world through their own lens, through their own traumas, their experiences, their childhoods, the things that happened to them and all these things, you know, we know that when, you know, when someone's having a bad day, maybe they treat you a certain way or they act, you know, their emotions kind of reflect whatever day they're having. And right. so to know that I was listening to a podcast recently by Aubrey Marcus and he was talking a lot about the, the balance. So the dark and the light, how we were touching on earlier, the, the dark medicine and the light medicine and how there's light shaman and dark shaman. And we have to really you know, navigate through this world very mindfully and, and really trust, you know, that truth and what resonates with us. And he mentioned something so potent that's touched me since I've listened to that, that you just mentioned of the egg of white light and really reminding ourselves that, of course, rituals and um, our crystals and having our sage and all of these things help assist us. Mm -hmm. In what we already know, though, like in what yes. we already have the power <laughs> to like, I already have to really tapping into the, the fact that I have the power to cleanse myself without a physical sage bundle burning around me that I can imagine myself in that light in that time of maybe I'm in a situation that, you know, like you said, that needs me to 
just sit back and kind of remove myself. And I really tapped into that power of, I don't have to react to yeah. situation. I don't have to react out of emotion or out of anger. And I can really sit with that and become like the observer, almost like this hawk's eye point of view of like so much bigger than like so much bigger, but also so much smaller than all of this. Like it just, Oh yeah. So interesting, especially when you go out into nature and you just see mother earth. And right now we're in Utah. So I'm just using like the rocks and the mountains, like these larger than life mountains and rocks. And you just really start to understand how these little things in life and these everyday like rifts and someone cutting you off in traffic and yeah, that tick you off or your pet peeves and how they really just don't matter. <laughs> they don't, right? <laughs> how silly all of it is. And if we could just look past that and just kind of go with the flow, really. Exactly. Yeah. And that's something I've been working with too, is like recognizing like what's my inner knowingness and what's the monkey mind? Like, mm-hmm. what am I like attaching to like that I feel like needs to happen rather than just surrendering to the divine process? What am I like subconsciously creating judgment that isn't needed? Like how to like just redirecting the human conditioned mind back to the inner knowingness 100 percent so powerful i'm so grateful to have you on here to share the space today thank you for opening this space and holding this space to be a container for me to share my wisdom and to connect with you like i love the connection that we share and the energy that we're able to like create in this space together something that's like really knocking on my mind that has like come up a few times that i feel the need to share um is that i was at this sweat lodge um, a few days ago. And this woman that was holding the sweat lodge, uh, an indigenous individual um, from a Cherokee tribe, she specifically said, plants do not grow in the day, they grow in the dark, right? So like, that's just something that I feel like maybe someone needs to hear this. Maybe like this little, the listener, you need to hear this, right? Maybe you need to hear this, but plants don't grow when it's like light, 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 plants need that darkness to be able to rest and grow and right step into that, right? But of course I understand the dark that you're speaking of with this like darkness. Like I a hundred percent understand that also, but um, reminding ourselves like that we also have the shadow of the light, right? Like that shadow of the light that is reflect time for reflection and recognizing like, what can I work through? What are my self-limiting beliefs Mm -hmm. and something else? Oh, something else that I wanted to share about self-limiting beliefs is like right under those self-limiting beliefs is like your highest potential, right? Is like under those self-limiting beliefs is like, I can do this. I am able to step into my power. I am able to, right? Recognizing if you split the script, what it would say um, about those self-limiting beliefs, right? Whether it's, oh, I I need the certification of, oh, I don't need the certification, right? Whatever it may look like to you. And knowing that those self-limiting beliefs most likely are trying to keep you safe and small, because when we're small, life goes on, right? But when we're big and we're bright and we're powerful, we create change and evolution and we're in our purpose and our dharma and it's powerful. And that can feel scary when we're like stepping into that purpose rather than always being in that purpose, right? Um, and then we like are breaking the neural pathways or bending them, right? To be something that is going to serve us, something that our default and pre-programming ourselves to be in that space of, I 
can do this. I am made for this, right? Rather than what if, what if, what if? So yeah, I'd say the two best things to do with starting your business, what you need more than anything is optimism and patience. Mm, I love that. Yes. And I love that you said that as well, because it really is, you know, the brighter that your light gets or the more that you work on your spirituality, it is really important to integrate that shadow self. And that is always going to be a part of it. And like you said, you know, as you get bigger, it does feel vulnerable to, yeah, that so much of that resonated. And I, I absolutely love that. And oh, another thing that came up when you were talking earlier about, you know, letting go of people's baggage, you said you were using like your Reiki to reflect something that came up for me was a meditation that I use of just imagining all of the things and you know maybe things said to me or things that people have done and kind of imagining it going into the core of the earth and burning at the core so that way I'm able to release and really allow more love and you know whatever is serving my highest good to come in through the crown so that's always been like a really good visual especially when I was first integrating you know, mm-hmm. the idea of having this eggshell of light and how our aura really is a part of who we are once you really kind of open your mind to like, wow, it's not just this physical form that I can feel. There is a lot more outside of me. And that's why I get triggered. That's why I get anxiety when certain people are around maybe, or that's why I feel kind of this kind of yeah, way. You can feel out here too, not yeah. just in here. Yeah, absolutely. And like you were saying earlier, our society loves labels. So of course they love the mm-hmm. label of saying, oh, it's anxiety. Oh, it's depression. Oh, you're just sad. Oh, you're just this. No, it's so much of your feeling. You're tapping into it. You know that that person maybe didn't have like the right intentions going into it. It's kind of like when we ignore red flags and like toxic relationships. Yes. <laughs> for it to explode rather than just like really honoring the intuition of like, wow, I had anxiety. Like maybe when, I know for me personally, when I look back on toxic relationships, I can be like, oh man, I ignored like 20 red flags before, (laughs) before it really hit the fan, but (laughs) literally (laughs) (laughs) all of the lessons, all of the growth. And it's all a cosmic joke at the end of the day. (laughs) Literally the universe is like, what's that? I said grateful for the human experience. <laughs> right, exactly. And right, the universe is always like throwing these like little lessons at us. And it's like, are you going to learn this time? Are you going to learn this time? Like me, I went through something recently and I was just like, why did this happen? And my partner was like, how else would you learn? Like, how else would you learn? You know, and I was just like, so true. You know, like the universe is like, we have these challenges. It's like, math problems along the way so that we can like have this better understanding of who we are and the inner knowing and trusting right those red flags and yeah something that came up for me when you're talking about going to the earth and like burning right what what no longer serves you or whatever that may be whether it be like a very intentional thing that you want to burn but when we like when we do that it's so powerful and so magical and we're like burning away the old so we can create space for the new and when we do that energetically right like accepting and surrendering to what like manifests from that in the physical realm right because we might be burning something that we don't know whether it's our job right that we don't really recognize doesn't serve us anymore but at a soul level it doesn't serve us anymore and then we lose our job and we're just like what like (laughs) right so surrendering like burning and surrendering being like 
I am here to learn. I'm here to accept. I'm here to grow. I'm here to acknowledge and listen, right? And recognizing like when we do burn that away, like whether it's like losing that job afterwards or that friend that, you know, isn't rising with you and your awakening or whatever that may be, knowing that it is creating space for the new, that we can't really have the new without the old exiting, right? That death and rebirth process that is so vital within all areas of life and being able to surrender and accept is so hard, right? Because the human mind attaches to these securities. Yeah. So it's just like, or these illusions of security or whatever it may be, right? But recognizing like honoring the journey and surrendering to the divine plan and also moving forward intentionally with what you want to create and what you want to manifest and taking those action steps to find the new job but making it be that job that is in a soul alignment with you and writing down that manifestation list or whatever it may be right whether it be a job or relationship or it can manifest in thousands millions of ways infinite ways but yeah it's just like that's something i've really been working with is recognizing like okay, like this had to leave so that I could create space for this next chapter. Like how powerful, you know, and like being able to see it happen in the physical form and and you're in the middle of this like turning of worlds, right? That like the wheel of fortune, like kind of like energy, (laughs) right? Of like, you can feel your world being turned upside down. And when you're in it, it's like kind of sickening because you're just like feeling the whirlwind and the whiplash and the like winds and you're being toppled over like, these energetic so much at once right but recognizing like that has to happen so that you can evolve through it and create spaces that are in more alignment with who you are at a soul level and it's okay if we outgrow things right like some people aren't gonna rise with you and there's a grieving process with that and that's so hard and yes it's so hard Mm -hmm. and but just like being like, I'm not here to stay stagnant. I'm not here to stay down here. I'm here to rise and to continue to rise. And for those that are meant to rise with me, they will. And those that are not meant to rise with you, they're going to fall away gently or, and right, it can manifest many different ways, but like honoring your own process through that, because it's a grieving process when the old exits as well of like, it can be really hard when you don't have that friend anymore or that job anymore. And those are just like, of course, what like is the easy example that it can manifest in, in many different ways. So yeah, just like honoring the process, honoring your grieving process as well as a human being and as a spiritual being as well, like recognizing like what you originally thought you were here for. It's like, it's okay if that completely changes. <laughs> and the people you surround yourself with yeah it's it's that resonated so much because I think in my in my growth of the past you know three or four years it's funny how people and jobs do come into your life that were aligned at a point in time yeah and maybe a year later now you know as I maybe not even really knowing that I'm like growing and I'm like just at such a rapid pace that now friends that did align to that I thought were, you know, going to be forever are now falling away and there, or a job that I thought, you know, was going to last forever, something happened. And now it's like crumbling and <laughs> so interesting. Like you said, there is a grieving process, this process there, but also that deep inner trust of like, all right, I surrender. And, you know, now maybe a year from now, it'll kind of click and make sense. So interesting how you know as you take you gotta just have to surrender and yeah. let go of it and then 
accept all of the emotions that go through it. And when you are grieving, being like, all right, it's okay that I grieve and it's okay to, you know, maybe accept and take accountability for what could have gone better, what you could have. I find so much growth in that of like, okay, how could I have approached this in a more compassionate way? Or maybe how could I have avoided this or just approached it in a, in a different way? And there's so much growth in that, even if the relationship didn't end or the job didn't end, maybe the way you wanted it to of like, you put in your before you got fired, just knowing that like you did the best you can and you can learn from that and step forward and keep growing from those experiences. And a quote that I read a while ago that stuck with me for so long is evolve or repeat. Oh, <laughs> using that oh. because it's like you either evolve from that lesson or <laughs> promise you it's coming back because I've had it so many times. I'm like, why do all these friendships or why do I keep getting jobs that like the boss is like the same as my job before and it takes me six months to figure it out and yeah. like, this and it's just. <laughs> I've realized how funny it, how comical it is of watching is. yourself go through the same cycles. Like, are you kidding me? I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is like, well, you didn't make space for something new. You didn't fully learn it. You didn't step into it. You didn't embrace it. And you're just like, okay, I get it. Like, <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. Right? <laughs> right. And we're constantly manifesting through the law of attraction. Right. So like, those those things that happen in the physical realm right are always a reflection of the inner realm so like whether it be a job where you feel like no one's like honoring your power it's like how are you not shining your light or stepping into your power in those situations or whether it's right it can manifest in so many different ways but recognizing like we are constantly manifesting the physical situations or relationships or things that happen in the physical realm always come from within first Mm -hmm. that law of attraction is constantly there and this even goes to the self-loving beliefs of like what if it doesn't grow what if it doesn't you know but like that honoring of like it is gonna grow this Mm -hmm. because i'm gonna nurture this garden and i'm gonna water it and i'm gonna pluck out those weeds of self-loving belief and i'm gonna plant new beautiful rose bushes right that are protective and those boundaries and they're strong in their roots and they're going to blossom and bloom and there's going to be seasons of them right so recognizing like it's all a process it's all going to be a process and whether you're like first starting on your business or you're like a year into it right it's like if you have 10 followers that's so powerful because 10 people are interested in what you're doing Mm-hmm. 10 people like imagine being in a room and 10 people turn and look at you and say oh yeah I want to hear what you have to say or I like what you're doing or you know like just that simple like 10 followers that's so powerful so like honoring each moment in the process and honoring like right sending gratitude for the gifts the universe does give you right from you manifesting from here out here right and seeing when those shifts do happen when you stop manifesting and you do evolve and you don't have to learn it again right (laughs) and knowing that healing is cyclical and that it might come back up it's not this linear path it might come back up but that's why you have that tool on your tool belt to dust it off polish it and use it again to really reaffirm that lesson that you are meant to evolve and grow through so that you can make that tool even sharper and make that tool even more like, right. That, that those tools that we share and use for our own emotional healing and being able to help other people on their process with them as well. So yes, I feel like we could literally talk all day. 
my gosh, that was like the perfect note to end on. <laughs> like, period. Like, I love the. I just love everything. I'm so grateful for this conversation. Thank you, Addison, for being here, for sharing your wisdom medicine. It is such, such an honor. I will put all of the links to all of your beautiful offerings in the description part of this podcast, of course. But um, yeah, just thank you for being here. I'm so grateful. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's an honor to be held in this space where I feel like like I'm being fully received and it's being held in this container that is like you create such a beautiful container for people to do that and your energy is so welcoming and warming and comfortable right that like Capricornness is just like <laughs> radiating right and that Scorpio is like calling in those that are gonna create those deep healings right and then that Capricorn is able to really ground it into the physical realm and invite people in with that like comfortable earthiness these are the boundaries these are when we go go and do it this is the time right so yeah thank you so much for creating this container for me to share my wisdom and thank you so much for blessing me with your wisdom like Thank you for what you do, 100%. Thank you. That is so amazing to hear. I just, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, what you're doing is so powerful. (laughs) Thank you. And it feels so, it feels powerful when I align with sisters like you, you know, when I'm able to really like finally put out that, that energy and I feel like I'm in alignment with my truth and yes, like connections like this one just pop up or you just call it in and there I am and it's just yeah. so beautiful to know that the energy that I'm putting out is coming back and it's just feeling <laughs> so mutual yeah, and- literally that law of attraction literally like perfectly put right here like this is a manifestation of me calling it in and you calling it in and it just this puzzle piece right on this huge puzzle of life just like it was like we were meant to find each other we were meant to connect we were meant to share each other's wisdom with those spaces that we've created right so just so grateful so grateful you know wake up to that and be the one like is now speaking out like you used to look maybe be inspired by people who are doing it and now it's you and now you're doing it and yes that like scariness of circling back to what we said earlier maybe not everybody agreeing maybe some of the things that you know, maybe somebody isn't ready to face that part or hasn't evolved that part of themselves. And it's very triggering for them to see you are now living in your truth because that's the goal. That's where they want to be. today's episode of the plant lady podcast thank you all as always for tuning in feel free to leave a review if you enjoyed this episode and all of the other episodes it really helps spread the word about what i'm doing here and get this podcast to reach other like-minded sisters a reminder that all of madison's beautiful offerings are in the description part of this podcast please go support and follow her and I will see you on the next episode.